Hello, today is Sunday, August the 8th, 2021. This is Yolanda, Brittany, and Jamie uh, meeting again for Perception, our podcast. So we've been doing this podcast for over a year now, and we are going into our season two. So we're starting off a new um, season today, and we're starting off with minimalism. Uh, I think we kind of visit this in, in certain ways before, uh, but we want to visit this topic again because we're trying to figure out um, truly what it means, what what is defined as, and you know how and if it's something that we want in our lives to direct our lives and help us out. So, uh, Brittany, do you want to start? I think you should start because you had some ideas um, about like what that meant for you you were talking about early uh, maybe last week and you sent us something so maybe you should kind of okay. start off so well you brought minimalism first before I even started thinking about the other thoughts and then actually the other thoughts you brought before also we were talking about like a blank mind sort of a, a clean mind a um, a new start uh, to take away biases and different things that we were brought up with. Um, I believe that a lot of things that we learned as children and that we were taught are good things, but we got to learn how to utilize them depending on what they are. They're good things. Uh, but we have to learn how to have a clean slate when we're looking at things. Um, and I don't know what that means. That's why we're talking about it today. I'm trying to get a good, clear definition or a good, clear plan of what I'm talking about. I know what it feels like, but it's hard to articulate for me. But I know that we all have so many biases. I think this is truly why the podcast Perception came about as well, uh, because we perceive things differently based on our experiences, what we were taught, what we are brought up. Like even the other day, my boss and I was talking about, um, you know, um, you know, why you're a Democrat, why you're a Republican, why what political party you choose, why you're a Baptist. And a lot of us are these things because why? We were brought up that way and we just kind of followed generations. You know, a lot of us don't really dig in deep and see what that truly means, you know, being a Baptist or uh, being um, whatever that, you know, you have been taught to be, you know, from your parents. And I saying that those things are not good, but I think when you get to a certain age, you have to really reevaluate that and see, you know, where you belong and where you fit in. If that's truly, you know, your beliefs and where you want to go. Yeah. yeah. No, I I agree with that. I think listening, like reevaluating everything, like I'm learning. That's a like every day. Things have to be a constant, like, reassessment of, like, what I believe in. Because if I'm not satisfied with my life on a day-to-day now and I'm, like, looking to get to the weekend, it's because my results are, my my day-to-day life are results of my thinking and my beliefs. So I have to reassess that because I have to be like, well, where am I coming up short? Because this is all because of me. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people have victim mentality. You could, like, either have ownership and take, like, accountability, or you know, or be a victim and be like, well, I tried this and I tried this and it didn't work. But in reality, it's like 
you are the reason why you, your life is the way it is on every single day. So reassessing, like you said, your beliefs is like it's kind of got to be like a constant thing, you know. Especially when you're a kid. Think about <laughs> think about like him now. He's learning beliefs. He's learning beliefs about what it means to be fed, what it means to get what he needs from us now. It's being programmed. So a lot of stuff we operating on is our it's like subconscious. We think we're aware and we're not aware. So I agree with you. I think like reassessing is important. I think what made me reassess I think parenting, like having kids that was the biggest thing to make me be like, okay, I want to be intentional with this and this. And in that process, I felt like I, you almost have to reparent yourself. You know, like it's constantly like once you turn 18, now I'm the mom of me. <laughs> you know, like I have to make sure I get up. I have to make sure I'm disciplined to get my goals that I desire, you know. So I think I think uh when you say reassessment and reevaluation, that's what I think of. Um, when it comes to minimalism, I'm definitely realizing I have like a lot of ideas and beliefs in my head that are uh, useless. <laughs> like, like so, like you said, like op- like clearing way, like decluttering. Like we were, me and Jamie were talking about. Uh, eight, Lions Gate, which is today, 8-8. Eight, eight. It's like a portal. It's when the, the sun, I believe, and the new moon and Leo align or something like that. And then the numerology of 8-8 eight, eight means abundance. So, you know, this is supposed to be like a good day astro- astrologically for getting rid of, and new moons are great for this anyways, getting rid of things you don't need in order to make space for new and I think that's what um minimalism is about honestly like getting rid of like the physical stuff to make space for new like non-physical stuff like love uh abundance wealth health you know and sometimes that's tied to the physical in your house you know like the physical and the non-physical are so like this and we don't realize it you walk in somebody's crib and it's like they're hoarders. You you see the show, you know, and then that's just a symptom of other things like deeper stuff, you know. So I think like this time is a good like that's why this morning I spent like time throwing stuff away I didn't need. And I had to ask myself, why do I hold on to stuff? You know, because there's deeper stuff when you ask yourself questions. You actually ask, like, why am I holding on to things that don't serve me? What's up with that? You know what I mean? Like, this has no use, and I'm keeping, I'm holding on to it. Why? Because it just points to something deeper in me that I have to heal. And if I want the greater stuff, the bigger stuff, you know, I want the wealth, the big bank account, being able to move how I want to move. Like, I really have to reassess, like, my life. And what am I holding on to that's not letting me get that? Because they say, like, if your hand is closed, how are you supposed to uh, receive anything? If I'm holding on tight to the past or like old stuff. So that's that's what I think of when we talk about like minimalism. I think it's a constant like uh, just everyday thing. (laughs) Yeah. But also like trying to be aware of your own stuff because it's hard. 
Because even with me, for example, like uh, relationships, right? Like I could say, I could say like it's been like, what, 10 years since Cadence's, since I was in a relationship with Cadence's dad and then like, what, six since I was in a relationship with Maya's dad. And I could say, oh, I'm over that. I'm over that, right? Like I think I'm good because I'm like living, I'm going on with life. I'm not thinking about them. But there's like, I'm not. Because there, especially when something comes up and triggers you, you know what I mean? How there's there's things like that in your past that we haven't dealt with and we haven't learned how to deal with it in order to like really heal it. We just like, it's like little band-aids we put on. I don't know how to heal it. Like, I don't know. I was like, how do you heal that? I think the only way is to acknowledge, you know what I mean? Like not, you know how sometimes we throw stuff in the back of our minds and we're like, oh, I'm how good. How do you feel what though? I'm sorry. Just, oh, I guess it's like shadow work. Like writing it down in a journal and being acknowledging it. Yeah. Cause I've actually heard um, I've heard someone say that I don't know what lady she was talking about how when you like something as simple as like scream at your child for something that sh- probably you shouldn't scream at. Sometimes this has to do with trauma inside of you, and you have to reevaluate what just happened and why it triggered you so much. Maybe in your childhood, you weren't allowed to do that, or like you know something like that. But that's what it made me think of, like, how to heal it. And sometimes, to me, it's really hard to f- figure out how to acknowledge it. Like, yeah. like how to acknowledge like, and then how to know that you're actually healed, <laughs> that you're actually healed from it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Jamari. A little intermission, Jamari. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, I'm not going to lie. My mind is cluttered right now because 50 million things just happen a day, which is crazy because we're talking about minimalist. I think I think minimalist of the mind is important. <laughs> like, um, like for instance, today was just so crazy because at first I had an appointment at eleven, so I went to one beauty supply store, and then all of a sudden that one was closed, and I had to go to Austell, which is way further from Kennesaw, and then that one. So then I got the hair, and then I ended up at the client's house, and then she said, "Did I say burgundy?" I'm like. And then I realized I got her mixed with a different client, so then I had the wrong hair, so then she had to go back to the British Swiss store and get the right hair. And then it just made my mind, like, super cluttered, and I felt... And I feel like st- like when stuff like that happens, oh, and then on top of that, when I was during the client, something popped in my head, like, I think Ty made an appointment, and then Ty calls me, and she's like, hey, Jamie, are you still coming? And I'm like, oh, my God. And then, like, and then that made my mind, like, so cluttered, and I feel like learning how to detox your mind or like unclutter yourself on the spot is really good because when stuff happens like that it like your mind just goes everywhere and then it eventually goes like blank where it's hard to like concentrate yeah so i don't really know what i'm trying to say because my mind is cluttered right now from all the stuff that's happening that went on but it's just like a big um like a big office with a bunch of people throwing papers everywhere (laughs) that's what it feels like yeah Right now, yeah. But yeah. Okay. That that thing that tells you how important it is. Like, if I want to like function mm-hmm. on a day, like I gotta figure out a way. Whatever, like different things work for different people. What works for me, where I'm, I don't let this happen. Like, what do you do to like? What are your like routines in the morning to be like? 
This is it. I think it's a combination of being proactive. You know what I mean? About like, I'm setting this intention for my day to go like this. Like, I think we don't set enough intentions. Like, we don't recognize our own power because we don't say, I want this day. This day is going to be like this, <laughs> right? And then when things pop up, like the distractions, you've already set that intention. So now it's a matter of your boundaries and saying, I can't do that because I intended for this day to go like this, oh, right? Yeah. Unless it lights you up or excites you and it's spontaneous. And it doesn't interfere with your intention. Right. You know, like it fits in, basically. Right. That makes sense because the client that I had today in the morning did say last, she asked for an appointment last minute last night. Mm. So that's what threw everything off because I would have been home if I forgot Ty's appointment and just been able to go over there. Mm -hmm. But, and then all the, the beauty supply store and stuff. Um, all thing happened like everything just started happening and I was like yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like and I was thinking in my head when I first accepted the appointment I only accepted it because I needed money and mm -hmm. I was like that's I think that's the thing with setting boundaries also like to keep you know sometimes it ain't worth it yeah, even if you need it yeah it's just not worth it it's not mm -hmm. gonna fit in your plans and it's crazy because mm -hmm. it's like I I heard the like signs that in my head but in my head I was like I'm free like what what can I need the money? Like what? This is probably a good thing, but it so happens I already had an appointment to make the money that I needed to make. Mm. Plus, so, you lost money by having to go to oh, several yeah. different beauty stores and then got the wrong and gas. Yeah. yeah, you lost money. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and sometimes coming, uh, like making decisions, like being clear. Number one, having a clear head, so you can make decisions from a place of like, yeah. I'm not. This is not coming from lack. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I need oh, the money, yeah. but, like, you don't want to make a decision from lack at all. Yeah. Or, like, it panic. Yeah. Or, you know, any type of distress. Because then it's not you. It's not the real you. Yeah. It's, you know, you want to come, like, make all your decisions from a place of, like, peace. And, yeah. like, I know what's up. Mm -hmm. I know what, you know what I mean? My plan, you know. Yeah. So, I, I feel you on that one. Because it's been lots of decisions, like, I've... You know, but that's so profound what you just said. Um, you should not make a decision based on lack, but it should come from peace. Yeah, that's a really good. And one. that's very good. It's something that I just learned right now to think about as well. Because I think we've all made that decision that you made. Well, shoot, I need the money. Yeah. Let me go hustle and get this money. Yeah. And you got to. It's got to be discernment too. You got to figure out. You know, what's the best time? You know, for for that to be. You know what. You gotta look at more of the uh, what's going on around you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, so. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because it's like it, the cluttering started when I started making a um, decision on impulse. My mind mm. went started going rapid. Mm. It was like I wasn't clear anymore because I was like, "Well, I need the money, so this is an opportunity for me to make the money so that I can have the money by a certain date." Yeah, and then I did lose money. Anyways, right. I made the money still, but I did lose money with money I could have had. Mm. I could have had like fifty dollars more. Yeah, than what I just lost. Yeah. So then, like, <laughs> okay. but, yeah. And then you're exhausted, and yeah. you. And to me, what's always come in my mind is balance. You gotta have balance in your life. I know everybody talks about you know you gotta work hard, you know, to make this, to make this, whatever. Um, I get that, but you, I think God wants us to have balance as well. Yeah. 
especially when you have a family, you have children. Yeah. You're going to have to balance that because if not, then they're going to miss out on a lot of things that you can never get back. You're going to miss out on things that you can never get back. Mm-hmm. And I think, I know I really truly believe that you can do both. You know, you can excel and, and, and you can um, do what you need to do. It was so funny. I was watching and I was, um, <laughs> I was really hesitant about watching this show, but I'm a big fan of the Brett. <laughs> so Brett has a show. Uh, y'all know I like uh, watch reality shows, but I think it's a purpose for me watching those. Really, seriously, you know, it's an excuse, but I seriously think it's a purpose and 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 whatever God is leading me to. But um, the young lady who um, is uh, Brett's partner, Judy. Who started Kaleidoscope Hair and all that? Yeah, oh, those um, But if you look at her, and, we, and and I may be getting off topic here a little bit, but not really. But she was telling her story the other night, and she was I I don't know if she, I think she said she was fifteen when she got pregnant mm. for the first child, mm. and she ended up getting I think she got kicked out the house mm. and all that. But look what she came back from. Mm-hmm. You know, look what she came back from. Yeah. And you know, in order to do that, you got to have some minimalistic type or you know thought processes of what you were saying to get to a point where you don't went from somewhere and, and try to take care of a, a young child, your child yourself, and then to be able to become, I mean, a millionaire. I mean, she's got several companies now, and she's doing quite well. She did it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. You always wonder how people succeed and how they come, whatever, whatever. But a lot of times, I think the challenges that we're talking about today, uh, people kind of conquer them. And it doesn't mean that they conquer them all the time, but they conquer them enough to get what they need to get. Mm-hmm. And, you know, problems are going to keep rolling over. Yeah. They're going to keep coming. Storms will come. Yeah. Storms will come, but it's about weathering the storm and getting through it. Yeah. And I think all of this plays into this. Um, I'm hoping that this podcast still goes. I found an article that I asked everybody to look at and it was so funny to me because when these guys, um, it's called the minimalist and it's, um, dot com. It's so funny when the first thing they say, what is minimalism? So they say, so what is minimalism thing? It's quite simple to be a minimalist. You must live with less than 100 things. You can't own a car or a home or a television. You can't have a career. You must live in exotic, hard to pronounce places all over the world. You must start a blog. You can't have children and you must be a young white male from a privileged background. Mm. <laughs> and then they say, okay, we're joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And then, uh, but they talk about some other things, but then they come back down and uh, they said that um, minimalism is a tool to rid yourself of life's excess in favor of focusing on what's important. So you can find happiness, fulfillment, and freedom. Minimalist has helped us, is what they're saying, eliminate our discontent, Reclaim our time, live in the moment, pursue our passions, discover our missions, experience real freedom, create more, consume less, focus on our health, grow as individuals, contribute beyond ourselves, rid ourselves of excess stuff, discover purpose in our lives. So those are some of the things, and that's just a small part of um, what 
these guys have said, but I thought it was an interesting, quick article. Yeah. And they have references to other things that you can read that I sent you guys. And I thought that was pretty much in play. I mean, we're yeah. all over the place, but it really all, you know, yeah, correlates and ties together uh, what we're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. I think we're all struggling um, with what Jamie struggled with today. Mm -hmm. It's just today was your day, yeah. you know, but we've all been there, done that, and we'll probably end up there again. Mm -hmm. But if we can minimum, minim minimalize those experiences yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. by tapping into the things that um, we're talking about today, especially when you say it again, uh, not to make a decision from lack is one of them, mm -hmm. and to make it from a place of peace. I think planning helps too. Planning mm. definitely helps. It helps more. With it. I feel like it helps more when stuff goes down because it's like stuff is already planned in place. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's already been like chaotic or it's been like spontaneous, you right. know? Right. Or whatever. Planning. So I think. Oh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh. Anyway, so one thing I've learned this year is planning is a really big change like game changer especially in my career hairstyling like that's why i have to have a booksy app i had to have an app because i'm like and i usually don't do last minute appointments that's the thing my book booking app i made it so you have to schedule out at least five days in advance because i like have other stuff that i have to do and schedule around but planning that's a big one mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you because I found out that planning is really more, a lot of times we think about planning and we don't want to do it because when we go through school, like I took a time management class in uh, ninth grade, I remember, because I was in the magnet program and we were going taking on all these new courses, like, you know, prepping us and it was on a different level, but I you go through school and, or you learn about planning. I don't think it gets like it's credit. Like it's almost like a really like a spiritual practice to plan. You know, like because if you if you're planning, right, then number one, just like when we just talked about minimalism, you have to know your priorities. You have to know what your priorities are and what's not a priority. So that also means knowing yourself. You know, like being aware of what you want long-term, short-term, your needs on a day-to-day -day basis or what you just, or what you want your day to be like. You know what I mean? So, like, you have to have that foundation of knowing yourself in order to plan for the future. You know what I mean? And then every day, because you have a vision, because it, it comes from what first? Vision. <laughs> I feel like it comes from vision, which is a spiritual thing, because you can see something for your life that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now you have to put the pieces in play. You have to be strategic, but it's a day-to-day -day thing. It's really a spiritual practice. Like, come to yourself, journal, like, what do I want? What do I see for myself? And how do I get there? How do I mind the gap? So it's really like, I think, a spiritual practice. And it's like a, um, and then in that, you have to as well as I always feel like boundaries are so big because you have a plan for yourself, a vision for yourself that nobody else can see or will get because it's your vision. Yeah. Only God gave you that vision. So because of that, you cannot be distracted. Mm -hmm. You cannot let people distract you from your, once you've like tapped in 
to your purpose and why you're here, you cannot let folks or things distract you from that. Because then, what the heck? You know what I mean? If God gave, like, literally, think about that. If God gave you a vision that can't nobody else see or have access to, and you're supposed to fulfill that, and you get distracted, that's almost like a slap in the face. You know what I mean? I mean, it happens, but like to let yourself continuously be distracted. Yeah, but I think too, um, like you guys, you got to have a plan, but you also have to realize that sometimes plans do get changed. But you know, I'm the biggest plan of them all. <laughs> um, but you got to be ready again to take those tools that we were just talking about when you do get off course to utilize those skill sets to not let them. Um, Take you into a whirlwind, you know. Um, yeah. And not to be distracted. Yeah. So. Right. Hey, and that that even that even goes into the social media movies we're watching. That, social dilemma. Yeah, that's a huge distraction in itself, you know, and that's a addictive distraction. So it's almost like that's again getting to know yourself. Because what, you know, what are the things that you are constantly, like, just sucked into, you know? And just like we're distracted by? now. No, no, oh, yeah, everything just, this is why, my mind is cluttered. This is why with kids, especially, especially with kids, man, you know, I was trying to follow, I started trying to follow yeah. Brittany again, and I was like... No, it's we, a real oh, thing. We try it's to have a deep thing. conversation. We try to get beyond these I things. Know, I and it's just like we got the grandmama, we got the my grandbaby, yeah. Jamie's son, then we got Brittany's son that just ran to here. <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's, no. It, it just tells you like how not focused we are. Oh, you know God. what I mean? But like discipline really is that's freedom. Because if we're a slave to just every distraction, <laughs> we would never get anything done. You know? So discipline is like the real freedom. I guess it has to be. To multitask, I guess, or ignore like the surrounding areas. I don't know. I don't know. So, so I really would like us to, you know, because we're getting down to the bottom anyway. And we're all, again, distracted. We're exhausted. I know Jamie's exhausted. I'm kind of exhausted myself today. Um, but we're going to try to take this podcast and do it every other week i hope that we can commit to this and uh, see you guys a little bit more often uh, but we're gonna come back here next week and i would like to continue this uh talk and take it to another level what do you uh ladies think about that i agree yeah let's kind of dive into a little bit read those articles and the resources if you got a moment you know i know we're all busy and let's let's try to conquer this um yeah let, let's let's do our best to <laughs> The cockiness to see what we can do to improve ourselves. Um, and here's one thing I do want to leave with is that one of my philosophies in life is that if I wake up in the morning and I give it my all and my best, and even if the day is one of the worst days in my life, if I lay my head down at night, I should still be at ease because I know I tried. You know what I mean? I did what I was supposed to do. And that's truly my faith in God and my trust in God as well. Because I only can do what I can do, but I need to give it to him and let him work it. You know, as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and I'm in line with what I'm supposed to do that day. And even sometimes when you do that again, 
you know, that doesn't mean your day going to turn out well. But you should be able to lay down and say to yourself, job well done. I did do a good job that day, regardless of what may happen. So, I mean, I don't know what you guys think about that, but if you could, you know, yeah. ponder on that. Those are my last thoughts before we leave. Brittany, do you have anything? Um, yeah, I just, it may seem kind of off topic, but I've been wanting to share with y'all just, um, just a couple of lessons that somebody that I follow that I really, uh, enjoy listening to. She, her birthday came around, it's actually some weeks ago now. Um, but she wanted to share like her top lessons with her followers um her major lessons that she learned in that year uh and i think that's something i want to start doing my birthday like just list out the major lessons that i learned for the year so i thought that's a nice way to reflect on the year you know um and just kind of put it down but some things that just stood out to me what she said was number one if you stay saturated in god's love you can withstand dry desolate places of hate and that stood out to me that was a big one um Number two, you cannot bloom in dry soil. A nurturing environment is critical for your calling. And that kind of made me think about what we're just talking about here and about being like focused, but also like caring for ourselves where we can say no to distractions, where we believe in our vision enough or our calling from God that, you know, we will pour into ourselves over giving to other people so much. Um, and number three, there's a difference between being interested and invested. If you are only interested in growth, but are unwilling to invest, don't expect people to invest in you. So those were, she has a lot, but those were just a few. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. She, she makes some really good points and I thought I just wanted to share those. And send us her link too as well. Yes, I will. All right. Jamie, any last thoughts? As your son throws water bottles across the table. Yeah. <clears throat> well, my last thoughts are just a bit of advice. Um, when you're with when it comes to your craft, when it comes to your craft, I feel like you should really learn how to plan, and everything else will come into place, and your mind will be less cluttered. I'm sorry, I declined a call because it was loud. That's fine. Um, I feel like you should plan and also, also I really forgot the, the other important thing I wanted to say because of distractions <laughs> yeah. so yeah okay I'm gonna work on that but I will have I, I guess I can figure it out and then I'll have my thoughts next um, next time we do the podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody listens to this podcast thank you so much uh I, you know what? That's I have to remind whoever listens to this podcast that is we are raw and unedited. So we have to deal with the daily things that we have around us to do this podcast. So again, if you're listening, we thank you for listening. And we hope it wasn't too hurtful. <laughs> All right. Until next week, this is Yolanda, Brittany, and Jamie. God bless.